Welcome back to another episode of Down Talk, and I'm your host, Nishavitha. As you would have read from the title of this episode, we're talking about becoming your number one biggest fan and becoming your own favorite person. So here goes my very first tip. Stop. Literally stop yourself whenever you start to speak negatively about yourself. It doesn't even matter whether it's a joke or not. If, even if you're like halfway through that sentence, even if you're halfway through saying that you're not good enough or you found some fault with yourself, literally just stop and go find something to feel good about yourself. I feel like sometimes, some days, I wake up and I just don't like what's going on. Or I just don't, I don't know, I just wake up with this not-so-great feeling. And I just carry forward that negativity into my day. And that feeling isn't going to go away unless I stop it. No one's actually going to come and make you feel better about something unless you change the way that you feel about it so if you're having a bad day if you're starting your day with this feeling that you woke up into no one's going to be able to pull that out of your day except you and so literally when you start to complain about something it could be anything right it could be something about your life it could be something about you whatever it is before you start putting out even the smallest amount of negativity, just stop and think about something nice. I usually just play upbeat music if I don't feel like getting into this mood where I'm instantly positive, but I just try to stop that flow of thoughts at that point because in the beginning, it's just that slight amount of negativity, but then five minutes later... I'm just knee-deep into this feeling of sadness and upsetness and just anger and whatever. It's kind of like playing a song, right? If you're listening to one sad song, you're in that mood, and then you feel like listening to more sad songs, and then suddenly you're just sad yourself for no apparent reason. It's because you were listening to the songs that put you in that mood, and that's exactly how your thoughts work as well so first you're negative and you don't mean it maybe it's a joke maybe it's not maybe it's just one passing remark that you just feel like saying because you're just irritated or sad and then you're saying more things throughout the day and then it just builds up and up until you start to complain about everything very seriously and you're just very invested in all those emotions and so it's kind of draining away your energy you can play music you can call up and talk to someone that you know is going to kind of turn your mood around for that bit or just do something that would pull away your attention from that part of your day now if you like wake up and you just you just have this very bad mood the second that you get up and you start to say that your day is bad and It kind of goes like you're going, you're getting up and then you're brushing your teeth and then, I don't know, the light doesn't switch on or something and then you're like, great, this day is bad, I knew it. And then 
you start to notice all of the little things that don't work your way and you're just going to add them up into why your day wasn't good. Maybe those things wouldn't have been there. Maybe they would have. But because you're already looking out for things that don't go your way, you're already in that mood where you start to notice everything. You start to notice even the smallest things that you wouldn't have noticed otherwise. Like let's say you're trying to park your car. You get a spot after two minutes if you were in a good mood you would have had the patience to wait for those two minutes and you would have probably been blasting your music and having a great time with that but then let's say you woke up with a bad mood started finding faults with your day and then it just continues and then you can't find a parking spot for the first two minutes you're gonna be like great. Now I can't find a parking spot. Great. I I knew this was going to be a bad day. I shouldn't have, you know, came to work or came to wherever. And you're just going to keep finding faults with your day, with your life. Things that aren't necessarily faults, they would have gone that way either way, whether or not you woke up in a good mood, whether or not you felt like you were in a good mood. But now that you've started to notice those things, those things start to seem bigger in your head bigger than they bigger than what they already are two minutes isn't much but two minutes is going to seem like the longest time because you've already told yourself that you don't like this you've already told yourself that you're having a bad day and so you're going to make yourself want to feel like it is a bad day and you keep finding reasons to justify why that day is a bad day for you The reason why you shouldn't feed negativity is because if you find fault with even something that is out of your life, you start to put in that negativity into your life. And then you start to find faults with yourself and then you find insecurities that never existed before. Like let's say, okay, let me give you an example, right? One day you wake up and you are just so happy that your skin is smooth and glowy and you're just really happy that you did your skincare. The next day you wake up and the first thing you do is find some fault with yourself that you never noticed before. That is going to linger in your head and you're going to keep thinking that you don't look good enough or you don't feel good enough. And then let's say you're walking by and two or three people notice you and they look at you your mind is literally going to justify how you didn't look good enough that morning and that is why you're being stared at. Now, if you um, got up and got into a good mood and you were walking and these three people noticed you, you would have thought, wow, they're looking at me because maybe my outfit looks good today. Maybe I look good today. So really, nothing changed nothing really changed. Those people are still looking at you. You have no clue why they're looking at you. But based on your mood, the way you experience that particular moment changes. The way you perceive that moment changes. When you wake up into a good mood, you think that everybody's looking at you because you look good, you're radiating confidence, you're radiating this um, wave of courage and everything and boldness. But if you wake up into this bad mood and you carry forward that mood to throughout the day, you're going to keep finding reasons to justify why that negativity still persists, why you still feel like there's that negativity within your day. My second tip is about controlling overthinking. You're most likely 
thinking if I knew how to control overthinking then I would definitely be feeling completely different I would have done it how is there suddenly a way to control it just hear me out so overthinking begins with a single thought let's say you have this one situation going in the back of your head or you're obsessing over someone or something continuously and this doesn't even need to be a situation this could literally be the smallest thing and no one except you is thinking about it you're obsessing over it all of your thoughts and your energy goes into it when you're not focused on work or school or anything you're focused on that one thing you're focused on that situation or that person and you know that all of your energy is going into that but you can't stop yourself you can't control yourself and that's how overthinking starts you're let's say having this 10 minute break and so you start to think you have nothing else to do so you start to think you start to think about something and then you suddenly start thinking about that one situation or that person you start to get these obsessive thoughts and then you're thinking and then you're thinking and then you're making up scenarios and then you're fantasizing or whatever and by the end of those 10 minutes you've thought enough about something or someone that you wouldn't have thought even in a week those 10 minutes would have felt like hell afterward because your head would have literally physically hurt because you overthought something for so long because you had obsessive thoughts because you were dwelling in what ifs what ifs that don't exist what ifs that you thought about because you simply gave into it and then suddenly you don't feel that great because when you have obsessive thoughts, because when you continuously think about something, you're putting all of your energy into that thought. You're putting all of your energy into thinking about that situation, into building up that situation, into making up scenarios, situations, whatever. You are feeding your energy to it. And so you are naturally going to feel drained because the most amount of energy is consumed in mental work, right? when you're studying, when you're working, when you're thinking, when you're thinking of ideas and everything, that is when you use up the majority amount of your energy. You use majority of your energy doing brain work. But then when you use up this energy to do something that is probably not going to benefit you in any way, because who are you kidding? Overthinking is basically coming up with situations and what ifs that are 99% not going to happen, that are 99% making no sense whatsoever, but you've somehow overthought it to a point where it seems like it's reasonable. It seems like it's possible because you've thought about it for that long, because you've made it into a possibility in your head. And another huge con about overthinking is that you overthink expectations you come up with your own and then you end up being disappointed with what is being presented to you even if it's just as good but not what you thought and what you expected let's get into my tip for overthinking it follows into my first tip stop yourself with that first thought if you don't realize that you've already been in that headspace where 
you've started to overthink, that's okay. Literally just stop yourself the moment that you're conscious about your thoughts. And the second that you're conscious about your thoughts, stop yourself there. Literally just say stop and go do something else. Maybe watch a YouTube video. Maybe listen to songs. Maybe cook. Maybe... I don't know, do literally anything other than feeding into those thoughts, no matter how comfortable or no matter how nice those thoughts are, because sometimes fantasizing is comfortable. Fantasizing is fun because you're picturing something that you want or would like to happen, but it's not really happening in real life. But, you know, that's what you've thought about. And it's very pleasurable to keep thinking about something that isn't going to happen unless you get up and you go for it or you get up and you stop thinking about it and move on because nothing good comes out of being obsessed with something because being obsessed is unhealthy being obsessed is only going to pull down your energy and you're going to feel drained and when you feel drained you're going to keep feeling like nothing's good enough and it just falls into the first tip that i gave you guys you're gonna feel like nothing's good enough like your day just isn't going your way, you're tired, you're drained, and then you sleep it off, and then you wake up after a four-hour long nap, and you feel like you've done absolutely nothing in that day, and then you feel bad about it, it's just a cycle, and then you suddenly feel guilty. All of that could have been stopped if you stopped that first thought, and stopping that thought is literally as easy as switching your thought. Just switch your thought out with anything else it doesn't matter whether you feel comfortable switching it or not it doesn't matter whether you don't want to do it you know that that series of thoughts isn't healthy for you so literally just stop yourself think about something else if you can which is not going to drain your energy and if you can't do that go do something that takes up your thoughts go study go do work go listen to music anything for that moment just to stop your thoughts and that is going to change everything my next tip is to give yourself alone time alone time is when you for example go out for a walk when you go back to a cafe and get yourself something to drink or something to eat when you have movie runs anything that makes you feel good it could be going out it could literally just be um at home doing your skincare and listening to a podcast Whatever it is, give yourself alone time. Again, don't use this time to give in to obsessive thoughts. Don't let that one thought chain just take off in your head. Use this time to center yourself and to bring yourself back. And if you feel like you're giving into this obsessive thoughts, go out and do something because it literally changes. Seeing other people, even if they're complete strangers, still changes the whole game and if you feel like you just want to sit at home with your thoughts then let those thoughts be for example journaling write down your feelings write down how you feel write down um, affirmations write down gratitude let it be those kind of things that you're giving your thoughts into and not any obsessive thoughts that are just going to end up draining your energy and the reason that alone time is so important is because you're not being influenced by anyone or anything to say or do something or think in a certain way. It's just you and authentically you having your own headspace for yourself 
to let yourself deal with your own emotions without being affected by any external factors. Now, let's say you're hanging out with a couple of friends. And let's say that they're not super close. You're just hanging out with them and they have an opinion that isn't very similar to yours when it comes to a certain matter. And you're the only one in that group with a different opinion. And now you are naturally going to force yourself to agree with them whether or not you like it. And that is true. It's perfectly normal as well. I mean, maybe you wouldn't give in, but there's a good 70% chance that you agree with them just to get along for that time being. But if you were on your own, and let's say you went out to shop out for clothes, you wouldn't pick the outfit that they would have all mutually agreed on that looks good. You would go and pick out an outfit that you like and not what someone else likes. And that is literally what alone time is like. You get to be in your own thoughts, as in viewing life your way without it being affected by what someone else thinks about. And I don't mean this in a negative way. I'm not saying that you're giving into peer pressure or you're being weak and you're giving into someone else's opinion. It's totally normal to agree to like something just because um, majority of the people like it. It is very normal. But you just get to have inform your own opinions and just be okay with it. You're not going to feel bad or guilty or left out because you see it differently. And that is kind of the beauty of being you. That does sound a little cheesy, but it is also true. The only thing that differentiates you from the rest of the world is the way you see it. I mean, sure, we all look different and all of that. But apart from what's on the outside, we all react to situations differently because we all see it differently. We all understand it in a different way based off of our past experiences and just our individuality. And that's what gives us an individuality in the first place. And so you get to understand yourself. You get to understand how you view things your own way when you give yourself alone time. And doing something for yourself is always going to feel good, even though it might just be getting a pricey coffee outside or getting yourself flowers, whatever it is, even the smallest gesture is still going to make you feel good. And it is perfectly normal and okay to give yourself that because you deserve it. My favorite tip is to set a rule to check social media and by this I mean that you don't check social media whenever you want to let's say you agree to only check social media twice that day and so you only check it twice that day there are no exceptions no rule breakers none of that nothing you agree to it and so you keep it to yourself if you're on social media almost majority of your day then it is going to be a little hard But self-control is key. No one is going to stop you. No one is going to be like, oh, stop checking your social media, except you. But if you want to make yourself feel better, you have to do it for yourself. 
even if that means deactivating your account and just staying away do not log back in delete the app whatever is convenient for you whatever you feel like is going to stop you from it literally do it and if you feel like getting back on social media just switch out switch off and go do something else go out go for a walk work out whatever it is just don't do that one thing that you're not supposed to do because self-control is literally in your hands no one is going to come and force you to do it it's up to you if you want to better yourself and so I've been doing this and it makes me feel so 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 good and sometimes I do slip up and I do use social media a lot and that is okay because I know that I'm going to fine-tune it and go back to only checking it once or twice a day and I feel like that's where I'm at right now and I feel so 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 good and sometimes when I am on social media all the time I like let's say for a whole week I'm on social media a lot I can feel my energy being drained away because again you're giving in your time and energy to mindlessly scrolling through tiktoks and whatever and whether or not you like it let's say there are a bunch of reels that you just don't agree on to whatever they're saying you're still giving your energy to those things and so you're still going to feel drained because you are still giving your energy to those things you're still reading it whether or not you like it now let's say you don't like it let's say that person or whoever whatever that real is it happens in front of you this is a very silly example but it does make a lot of sense if someone were to say something that stupid in front of you you would probably just be like i don't want to listen to this anymore but when it's on your phone you just have to scroll down to check something else and if that feeling of irritation or just like, oh, I don't like this, like, let's say there was a reel that basically insulted you whether or not it was meant to, because I know that this happens a lot. You're scrolling through and you feel like you're called out and it just puts you off. Maybe it just triggers your insecurity. Maybe it feels, it makes you feel bad. Whatever it is, you're going to end up feeling like, that is you feeling like everyone looks at you that way. I felt this so many times. My friends have talked to me about this so many times. And so I know that this is very common when you see a reel and it just gives this offhand type of insult to you. And everyone in the comment section is just like, oh yeah, that's so true. And so you're suddenly going to feel like you're not good enough or whatever. And you're just like, it's just a reel. But then the smallest thing that messes with your day that day you're going to just spiral because you're justifying it based on that reel and so social media honestly does no good if you can then go ahead and follow content creators that put you into that mood or headspace that you want to be in But otherwise, if you feel like you can't do that, if you feel like you still feel drained, don't go for it. I sometimes do only look at content created by people that that I know isn't going to drain my energy. But otherwise, I just don't. Because, I mean, at that moment, I'm like, oh, I'm so bored. Let me just scroll through Reels or my For You page. And literally 15 minutes in, I'm starting to feel drained and, and then I regret it. And so I just remind myself that I'm just going to end up regretting it and then I just don't do it. I literally just don't do it. And and it's that easy. Self-control is key and you can only get better at self-control if you practice it. 
and there is work mode or work life mode depending on the phone that you're using my phone's always on work life mode and so i just don't get notifications from any social media apps which is so very peaceful if you don't have that I highly recommend that you switch on your work mode on most days so that you don't get distracted by social media or just log out of that social media app and you're probably not going to log in for a good amount of time just because you have the work of logging back in. Otherwise, delete it. Otherwise, deactivate your account. You have so many options. You just have to stick through with it and not activate your account again instantly and not log back in instantly. And all of that you just get with practice. So if you spend about like five hours of your day on social media, which is actually a lot, think about it, it's five hours out of 24 hours, you're spending those five hours mindlessly scrolling and giving your energy to something that doesn't even deserve it. Make a promise to yourself that you're only going to be on that app for an hour that day. Stick to it and then bring it to checking that app thrice a day for not more than 20 minutes in total for all of those three usages and then twice and then once and then you will realize that you feel so much better without that app as you start to gradually decrease your usage with that app finally you guys my last two tips are also my favorite i keep saying favorite only because these things have helped me so much but then let's just get to it my second last tip is to work out. I cannot stress this enough. I feel like I mention this in almost every podcast episode. Working out has changed my life. Working out has changed so many people's lives. Working out is just literally the simplest thing you can do to up-level your mindset and your life. Reason being, when you work out, you're releasing dopamines that boost your mood and you're also working on yourself and maybe six months down the line you would see it three months down the line though you will feel it and that is literally the best feeling ever feeling your strength increase and then later on seeing it best feeling ever I feel like even overseeing the results, feeling it is literally so amazing. Like you can feel that you've gotten stronger and that's just another confidence boost, you guys. That's literally you wanting to root for yourself. You're going to be like, okay, I am good at all these things and I'm also incredibly strong. I feel strong. I feel like my endurance level has increased. This is then going to be the factor that you go by like whenever you feel like you're not good enough you're gonna be like no i'm strong i am consistent i'm because you will only feel this let's say even maybe like a month down the line that's still 30 days and you're just going to feel so good about being consistent for 30 days if you've never been consistent with something before 30 days is going to be an incredibly long time to stay consistent with something but if you stay consistent with it that is going to be another confidence boost you're going to be like i'm consistent i'm reliable i can rely on myself and that is such a huge flex and i'm strong and my endurance level has increased just stuff that gives you the biggest confidence boost that nothing else can give you trust me 
And finally, my last tip is to read. Again, when you don't give your energy to things that actually deserve it, you're going to find the smallest reasons to put yourself off. But when you work out, when you read, those are going to be the things that determine your worth for yourself. So whenever you feel like you're not good enough or you don't feel good enough, you're going to be like, I'm this knowledgeable, I'm this smart, I'm this intelligent, I'm self-reliable, I'm consistent, I stick to doing these things, I'm that, those are things that really do determine your worth, I'm not saying that what is on the outside doesn't matter, it does too, but when it feels like that isn't good enough, like that just isn't enough to justify who you are, these are going to be the things that back you up, these are going to take up about 60 to 70 percent of your worth and then the remaining 30 percent or even less maybe is what is on the outside because sometimes self-worth is fluctuating but but things like working out staying consistent being able to depend on yourself those are things that are going to give your confidence the stability that you've always wanted to have and you guys that is the end of today's episode i hope you enjoyed it I am linking down down talk socials in the show notes, so make sure you follow, and I will see you guys next week.